Welcome to the Toxin Terminator, helping people to restore and renew their health by removing the toxins from the home and their lives. Join in as industry thought leaders help you understand the physical and emotional effects these products can have on you and your family, and the safe alternatives you can use to remove the hidden toxins for renewed health. Now, please welcome your host, the Toxin Terminator herself, Amy Carlson. And welcome back to the show, everyone. Today's guest, the guys, you're going to love this episode because it is just for you. So ladies, make sure your men are listening. Today, we're going to be addressing things like how a surgeon went to a podcast host. What in the world happened there? We're going to be talking about anti-aging and the newest modalities for men, specifically in the romance department. We're going to be also talking about finding your purpose in life's second act. What does that look like? And what do you do when doctors say you're fine, but you're not feeling fine? Uh, We're also going to get some really good tips on staying healthy in our second half. I don't like to say senior. I don't like to say later half in life. I just like to say second act. Does that sound good to you? That sounds good to me, but I I relish in the in my moniker old guy. <laughs> well, then, and I know that because this is the host of the Old Guys Talk podcast, Talk to Me podcast. He's a blogger. He's an internet marketer. He is a stand-up comedian, so I know we'll be rolling in many times today. And he's a former periodontal regenerative regenerative surgeon. Today's guest is Oris Korminski, and I'm so glad you're here with us today. Thank you. Thank you. This is uh, very exciting to be here uh, and uh, looking forward to uh, the the topic lineup that you gave us <laughs> we're gonna be we're gonna be going lots of places and lots of fun places and uh at the same time uh you know these are we're gonna be talking about some stuff that uh people generally avoid i'm, I'm famous for that yep. uh, i'm famous for talking about things that people generally avoid and the reality of it is is that the usually the stuff that you avoid is the stuff you really got to talk about Exactly. I, you know, I've done this on both sides of the aisle now. You know, I've I've had some women coming on talking to us about things that go on with the female body, especially as we get older, that we just don't openly engage and talk about, yet it affects our overall health and well-being. It's just like men, you know, the older men get, the you know, things don't start, you know, keep working the same way, just like our female bodies. So <laughs> Um, but we don't want to lose that part of our life. Uh, and we don't have to. That's the good news, right? Oh, absolutely. You know, uh, in this time, there are so many things to enhance the quality of your life. And uh, one of the things that we'd like to say, an old guy talks to me, is uh, just because you're getting older doesn't mean you have to get old. It, it's, a, it's a state of mind. It's a state of exactly. mind. Exactly. Exactly. And there's lifestyle choices to make too, right? You know, and and we can't make them all, but you know, there's certainly some great choices that we can make that that help out. So I'd like to start and go back because your history is that of a surgeon, a periodontal surgeon. You did a lot of um, regenerative work in the, in the, in the oral care world. How in the world did you go from that to hosting old guys talk to me podcast? Tell us the backstory there. Okay. Um, you know, one of the things is that, uh, in, uh, in periodontal regenerative surgery, uh, a lot of people may not know, but we use a lot of uh, cutting-edge uh, uh, products, cutting-edge therapies to regenerate gum tissues, place dental implants, grow bone, all sorts of things like that. Uh, actually, myself, uh, I know a lot of people know what uh, plate-rich plasma is now, PRP, and it's used to treat various things. I used PRP for the first time in 2000. 20 years ago uh, wow. during uh, during uh, some periodontal procedures and I've, I've, been, I've been using it for quite a while. So we, we use a lot of regenerative products that, that uh, are out there. And I've always been interested in, in the cutting uh, edge space. I've always been a, a 
in my career and in my life have been an early adapter. And that also pivoted with uh, my entry into the uh, anti-aging space uh, over 22 years ago. Okay. And uh, I'm, I'm 67 now. And uh, there are days that I act 14, uh, but <laughs> uh, we won't. We, we hopefully those will not be the, the topic of this podcast. <laughs> uh, well, who knows? In today's world, with everything that's going on out there, maybe we all need to revert back to our teen years, right? There's there there's there is some magic there. <laughs> there is some magic there. Yep. Yep. Okay. So, so yeah. you've spent better than 20 years in kind of the anti-aging world. Um, mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. I I could probably spend hours picking your brain then. I've only been in this for seven years. What kinds of things have you seen change over the last 20 years and for good, for bad? Yeah, I think the, the, the good thing is, and, and I'm a, uh, and I just want a, a disclaimer, I am, even though I am a dentist and a periodontal surgeon, I'm not a physician. So uh, just, you know, before you do anything, uh, consult with an appropriate healthcare professional. Uh, good disclaimer. Yeah, good disclaimer. Yeah, actually, actually, uh, I'm, I'm not, my, my, the one that I actually read a lot of times is I'm not I'm not responsible for your stuff. Don't be stupid. Do the research on your own. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> that's the one I. That's the one I read. Um, so, so one of the things is that, um, and this was a, a transformative moment. I did not get married until I was late in life. Uh, I was 40 years old when I got married, and uh, in some ways, I was like an overcooked meal, uh, <laughs> ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and uh, so we did. Uh, my wife did not have our first daughter. I was forty five okay. uh, at that time, and I weighed about two hundred and forty pounds. And my waist was the same as my age, and uh, my waist was outpacing my age. And I had to make a decision. Uh, we, I, I, I come from a fat family. I think can we still say the word fat. Is that, or is that some sort of bad word? I, I, well, I'm gonna call, since, I'm, since it's a self-labeling, I'm self-labeling. I think it's okay. I can use the word fat. There you go. So, you're not. You're, yeah. yeah. I'm not calling anyone else. Uh, <laughs> so I have done that to one of my doctors, which I'll tell you that. <laughs> I walked in and I said, Greg, you're getting fat. What's wrong with you? Uh, <laughs> and he goes, I know. Uh, so so we'll, we'll actually, this will pivot in very well with this story. Uh, so I was fortunate enough to be around uh, some people who were in the anti-aging space. And it was a, a very good friend of mine who was a, uh, he also happened to be a dentist, but he also happened to be a a, 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 a a bodybuilder and all that. And he introduced me to the whole concept of testosterone optimization. Okay. And, uh, and I started that and this is, you know, this was 22 years ago and this was before, you know, now everyone on the radio, on the internet, every, every other place, uh, people are advertising that. And, you know, this was cutting edge. And when I first started it, uh, you know, I, I really slimmed down quite a bit. I put on more muscle. I was going to the gym because it's not like, it's not something that you just, there's no, it's not a silver bullet. Right. Uh, you need to, you need to, uh, go ahead and, uh, uh, take that but you also need to put in the work in the in the gym and i i loved uh i got into really loving lifting heavy weights and things like that and i was uh so so that was a lot of fun and so i've been in this space and i've had various i've had various discussions with my doctors including my my primary care physician who uh you know there's a who who was like oh this is going to hurt you here and it's going to hurt you here and this and that and and uh, I just it just didn't make any sense to me, and there's more and more science uh, that's out there now that really supports the use of testosterone optimization, and so so I I did that, and uh, fast forward to 22 years, you know now everyone there's every clinic uh, out there, and some of these you know one of the things is you got to be very very careful about it because some of these clinics are just out of cash mills because most of these doctors these cash these clinics are actually cash only they don't take insurance and, and all that. And sometimes they have formulations that I don't think are the, are the best for you. Okay. And uh, they, they put, they, they'll put you on a cocktail. And again, I'm going to say I'm not a doctor, but they'll put you on a cocktail uh, versus where the only thing you really need is testosterone optimization. 
Now, the other thing I need to to, to share with you, and, and if it's okay, I'm just going to mention my my uh, my podcast because there's an interview that I did with a doctor by the name of Keith Nichols on my podcast, okay. old guy oldguytalkstome.com. And he's probably one of the most knowledgeable uh, uh, physicians on the therapeutic use of testosterone. And when you, when I hear this so often from men that I talk to about this, is that their doctor says they get this test and the doctors tell them that they fall into the normal range. Okay. And the normal range is, is quite often and again, again, this is this is for some people. It's going to be very controversial. Uh, is not healthy, right? It, it, it's it's like being the average of the body mass index in the United States. That's right. not healthy. Right. It's it's actually and the the the, the whole situation is is that um, especially if you're at the lower end of that normal, that normal. Uh, I don't. The numbers have have changed, but now the new normal is like. Uh, 1100 or 900 to to 350 or so well that's a huge range in, in terms of a blood value and so if you are at the low end you know you're going to fall into the normal right. side of right. things as far as what they call blood values and there used to be a time actually when doctors did not treat to blood values they actually treated you to how you felt right uh and and not to and this started you know with all the blood testing and everything else uh so now they're actually kind of forced to treat you because of insurance purposes being litigation all this stuff so so they treat you to to numbers versus to treating you to how you feel and and for me i you know i i, I don't know if i'm you know maybe i'm kidding myself or whatever but i'm i'm thinking like i'm in, in my 40s i don't think i'm not thinking like i'm in my uh later 60s mm-hmm. and so that that number is that you'll be told a lot of times that you're normal, you're within the normal range versus, but you're not feeling well. Right. And so, and so uh, this, this interview that I did with Keith Nichols, uh, we really go into the details about what these numbers mean and what, uh, uh, what all uh, is involved here. So, uh, <laughs> so fast forward to the doctor that uh, he was uh, uh, one of my doctor friends. I got a couple and I have, I have two sets of doctors. I have my anti-aging doctors and I have my disease doctors uh, and, they, and, they, and their paths rarely cross. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, so, uh, so I walked in to see one of my uh, disease doctors and I, and I looked at him and I said, Greg, you're getting fat. What's going on? He goes, Oh man, I don't know. I said, you know, I've all of a sudden I got no energy. I put on like four inches on my waist and this and that. And he was always a, a real trim fit guy and stuff. And, and he's just like, Oh yeah. I, I go, I look at him and I go like, you're suffering from low testosterone. You're at about that age uh, where it's really going to be a factor. Mm-hmm. And Sure enough, he got on some testosterone and about six months, he said, actually within about three months, he said, you know, he said, I said, I've trimmed down. I got more muscle on. I feel better. Mm-hmm. One of the things people don't realize about testosterone is one of the most powerful antidepressants that are out there. It was actually incredible. And I've noticed personally because there have been times I've gotten off the testosterone uh, about a little bit over a year ago. Uh, I took a trip with my uh, youngest daughter to New Zealand. It was, a, it, was a, it was a graduation present for her. And I did not take up my testosterone because I did not want to, you know, one bad day with a border agent crossing, you know, when you, even though you're, even though everything I do is legal. I mean, right. I, not, I have a prescription and all that. I, uh, nothing, uh, Nothing, uh, you know, bought in an alley or out of a trunk of somebody's car. Everything I do is, is legal. And my wife noticed, she goes like, you know, about day seven, we're talking. And uh, yeah, she could called. And she goes like, what's wrong? She goes, yeah. what's, what's wrong? And then uh, a couple of days later, I'm on the phone with her. And she, goes, she, she asked me, she goes like, did you take your testosterone with you? And I go, <laughs> no. And she goes, Wow. And the, the half-life of testosterone cypionate, which is what I take, it's, a, it's an injectable form of testosterone, which is very easy to do, um, is eight to 10 days. Uh-huh. And it showed up in my mood. Yeah. It showed up, of all things, it showed up in my mood, you know, uh, and, and then other things. There have been a couple other times where, uh, you know, it makes me more, uh, how should I say, focused and more decisive. Um, so um, now I bug my other uh, uh, primary care physician because he's not, he, you know some people get fat other people get skinny and shrivel up right. and I keep, now now I'm bugging him because he's one I, I, I go like dude I I, can, I, I, mean, I I have a very different relationship than most people with their doctor uh, and I go dude you're shriveling up 
Yeah. <laughs> Look at you. I go, you're hunched over. <laughs> yeah, that's not good. So let me ask you, there's a couple questions that came to mind in, in, in just talking about this story here is, number one, I can identify with what you're talking about because you know, for us women, when we hit menopause, that's another time in our life where our hormones are just crazy. And I know that when I'm not taking progesterone, it it affects my moods, it affects my weight, it affects my sleep, it affects my focus, it affects everything. everything. Right. Um, so I can relate to that as a woman. And th- that would... I would tie that into that would only make sense with the men because what they're going to lose out as they get older is the testosterone side. Now, women have it too. We just have different levels in our body. A lot less level, but you need both. You need both of you're mostly uh, estrogen driven. Yeah. The, 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 and I, you know, different women go through menopause at different rates. Right. But in some ways it actually kind of happens like relatively quickly where you really notice the change and, (laughs) And is that, I hope, I think that, but man, they, their, their decline in testosterone is very slow and steady and they accommodate to it. Right. They, they accommodate to it. And so they forget in a lot of ways how good they felt. And they just, and people say, oh, it's just normal aging. It's this and that, oh. uh, this and that. And I like, I the last thing I want is normal aging in my life. Eh, I hate that word. I hate that phrase because it's like, no, it doesn't. I was just, I've just spent, you know, time with my parents and, and my dad has a cocktail of pills himself that he takes. And it's like, he's like, well, this is just normal aging. You just wait, honey, you're going to be on all these too. And it's like, no, no, I'm not. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be on all those things. Um, Mm -hmm. Anyways, we digress. I wanted to ask, though. So with women, we have lots of questions around taking progesterone. And is it good for the body? Is it not good for the body? Uh, You know, and there's synthetic and then there's, you know, the bioidentical and and natural. So what do you do with the testosterone? You talked about an injection. Um, Can you talk to us about that product and and what what side effects are, you know, how that works with the body? Yeah, uh, the testosterone cipronate uh, is an injectable, and uh, it's it. You know, I my my feeling about it is is pretty safe for more for most men. Uh, there really aren't a lot. There's a few things that people have to worry about, uh, but some of the things that might happen initially is that people talk about the uh, that might happen is, is nipple sensitivity, which tends tends to go away uh, with time, and also you can regulate it by the by changing the frequency of of, of taking the meds. Uh, but the the more of the the things that you see are uh, on. The, the plus side in terms of leaning out of, uh, of and, and getting more lean muscle mass, getting more muscle mass on you, better attitude, better uh, decisiveness, less fogginess. Mm-hmm. And also uh, there, when you, there is a, a thing called the, the, the CAG response, which is in men, there's a ratio of, uh, of testosterone production to estrogen production. Okay. And some clinicians, uh, and again, I'm going to do a disclaimer here uh, that I'm not a physician, but uh, this is this is my personal belief, is that uh, they will put you on something that's called a uh, uh, aromatase inhibitor or estrogen inhibitor. Mm-hmm. And that CAG response is actually genetically predetermined. Okay. And, and consequently, uh, estrogen is actually very important to men also. Mm-hmm. Uh, because there are one, it's, it's very important for men in terms of sleep and all the same things that we've been talking about. Uh, it's actually, uh, very protective in, uh, in terms of heart disease. Mm-hmm. Okay. And there's, there's, uh, uh, you know, other benefits to men having, so suppressing their estrogen is really not a, uh, not a good thing. Uh, and some people do that, uh, in testosterone optimization. I certainly, um, you know, not a proponent of. I know a lot of physicians that are in this space though, certainly don't propone it, but still, it's it's still out there. Um, and it come that that came out really out of the bodybuilding world, uh, or, or as they refer to it, bro science, uh, where where people were, were really uh, tweaking themselves up for competitions. Right. Uh, but but the uh, uh, you know men require men require estrogen also. It's just it's just in, in a ratio to their particular uh, to their testosterone levels. 
Right. Well, and so what kind of test are, do, does a man go get where he can have that panel check to see where are his hormones at? Right. Um, right. And, and is this something that they need to add in? Yeah, a lot. Of, well, uh, as I said, most of the time, your primary care physician is not going to do this. And, and okay. I, I, my, I don't uh, I don't uh, get this through my pri- uh, my primary care physician. I go to a special anti-aging doctor and they have a uh, whatever they want to call it, an anti-aging panel. And they'll do they'll do uh, several they'll add several tests depending on how uh, how aggressive and sophisticated you. Uh, you and your physician want to get they can do just a, a total and a free testosterone test they'll do also do a psa and a, and a liver function test uh there's other things that they that that, that um, some doctors will do in terms of other hormones the uh, other other uh tests that they do in your body but the the, the biggest one is is really the, the testosterone levels and uh you know, I I think that that's that's really kind of the one. And the other thing is is that the, the supplementation should really be about uh, how you feel, not to not to an artificial number. Well, uh, right, right. And 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 and, and I'm gonna, you know I I know that I have friends who uh, are at uh, significantly lower levels uh, than I am uh, that are doing great. Right. And and it's really it's really you know all of us are very different. I have a body, uh, and I have a liver that just goes through stuff uh, pretty amazingly. I mean, I, it's just uh, I, I I metabolize all sorts of things in a very amazing way. Uh, I, I just had I I had um. And don't mean to disrupt the story. I have bridges um, uh, that I just had replaced from a holistic dentist here uh, just recently in, you know, in the near past. And when they were numbing my mouth in, in the removal of the other one, he couldn't keep my mouth numb. You know, he's like, boy, you metabolize everything. So, I mean, he ha- had to keep injecting, you know, to the numbing agent to keep my mouth numb. So I get it. Everybody is different. The body chemistry is different, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and how you process things through your body. Sure. Yeah, very much so. Yeah. So now the the product that you take uh, for your testosterone, is that something? Oh, first of all, when you're talking about an anti-aging doctor going to see that, are you talking like a functional doctor? Are you talking a holistic doctor? Um, I'm, I'm talking a functional doctor. The, the, <laughs> I don't know why they change themselves to functional doctors because if I say functional doctor, everybody kind of gives me a quizzical look about what are you talking about? When I say, when I used to say anti-aging, everybody should, <laughs> immediately would know what we're talking about. Right. That is, that is the new term is, 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 uh, is functional medicine. Right. Functional, integrative. You know, these are yes. the doctors that are going to get to the root of the issues and, and really kind of address it as an individual person, not necessarily using those number ranges like you were talking right. about. Yeah. You know, so the challenge now is I think we're, we're going to we're very rapidly uh, moving into a, 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 a two tiered system um, in that. What you what you may notice now is when you go see a, a primary uh, care physician, especially if they're if if uh, if he or she are part of a of a, a large group, mm-hmm. is that they're really they're really on a time clock, <laughs> and and most of them are on time clock because they are not the the owners of the practice. Right. They're usually working for some private equity group mm-hmm. and they're, they're reporting to someone either who is a uh, MD administrator or someone that has a, a master's in, in, in um, business health or whatever, some sort of degree. And, and they have X amount of quote unquote stuff that they got to do, a, a diagnosis code that they have to produce. And they only have X amount of time per patient. So they're not going to sit down with you. Now, if you end up going to a, a, a a good anti-aging or functional doctor, they're actually, they're, first of all, they're, you're going to pay cash, uh, but they're going to sit down with you for a good amount of time. And uh, some, some of them go as long as 45 minutes to an hour right. on, their, uh, on their initial appointment with you, which is to really understand uh, what's going on with you. Right. And I love that. So you said that you've got your disease doctors and you've got your anti-aging doctors. So I want to know, do you ever get, if you're using both doctors, do you ever get conflicting information? (laughs) 
Well, yeah, I mean, yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, I used to, especially at the very beginning. Uh, I mean, I, 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 from my primary care, I got a lot of pushback right. uh, on to side. I mean, a lot of pushback. Right. Uh, you know, like you know, just a, a a lot of urban myths, a lot of scare tactics. But I was feeling so good. I was feeling so good. And I was. It's just. Uh, you know, I still feel great. I still feel great. So I. It, it just didn't really. You know. Uh, you know, there's just, there's, there's a lot of myths and, mm-hmm. uh, and, uh, and I keep on re- referencing back to this, uh, podcast interview that I did with Keith Nichols, but we go into a whole bunch of these myths, uh, that are associated and a lot of them, um, have been, uh, there've been other reports that, uh, uh, and one of the, uh, and there's been several, a few papers that have come out of, uh, the Mayo Clinic. Okay. It talks about the the the, rel, the about the uh, safety and efficacy of uh, testosterone optimization. So it's it's not it's it's not like just kind of you know me you know uh, some people may call it fringe science or the uh, people with their tinfoil hats on and things right. like that. But right. but uh, you know so so even uh, mainstream uh, uh, mainstream clinics are 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 looking at this and you know. When you are feeling good and when you are optimized hormonally, uh, there is a not that you it doesn't make you bulletproof, but it really slows down a lot of the disease processes. Right. And and so you know it's it's not that I'm not you know I know I'm I'm getting older and I know someday I'm going to die. <laughs> you know we all are. Yeah. You know, that's just a reality. As, as as the saying goes, none of us are getting out of here alive. Right. Uh, but. Uh, but it just really mitigates a lot of that, uh, the, the the stuff that goes on when you're getting older, and uh, also the, the need for a lot of these medications. Right. Uh, you know, I, I looked at you know my mom started. She was a diabetic. She started uh, insulin injections in her 60s, and uh, she did for about 20 years. All sorts of heart meds, all that mm-hmm. stuff. I mean, it it, it took her uh, an hour in the morning. Mm-hmm. She'd sit down with her cup of coffee and and to 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 take her meds because there were just so many. And yeah. uh, there was you know, at a point in, uh, when, when she got older because she was kind of getting stuff mixed up. Well, I, I would take her, I would, I would set out her pill boxes and it, right. and it was, it was daunting to do right. it. I mean, I mean, well, it was like, oh my God. <laughs> and then they're adding in medications to take care of the symptoms created by this medication and this, you know, exactly. it's just a, to me, it's a slippery slope. And if you can do things there's two sides to this. Number one, if you can do things in your own personal life and your lifestyle to create a healthier lifestyle so that you don't have to take those medications, kudos to you and more power to you. And then there's the, the other side where there's just people who are not going to do those changes, right? And they're going to have to take the medications in mm-hmm. order to be healthy, period. Yeah. Uh, and, and there are those, you know, there are those people out there too, right? Oh yeah. Well, you know, it, it's, you know, these things that we're talking about, hormone optimization, they're not, they're not a silver bullet. And, uh, right. you know, just because, just because you take, uh, uh, testosterone and, and, and do it on a regular basis, uh, and do nothing else, you're not going to look like huge Jackman. Right. Yeah. Maybe no. I just need to take a little bit more. Uh, <laughs> no, you, yeah. more is not always better, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly, exactly. You need to go to the gym and work out. And really? that's and I, I just want about one more thing I want to say about yeah, working yeah. out. Um you see a lot of people really focus in on their aerobic health. Right. Especially as they get older. Okay. Resistance training several times a week is hugely important. It's hugely important to one, uh, your muscle mass and your bone density. Uh, there's a, there's a thing called Wolf's law, uh, which says that bone under stress increases in density. Mm -hmm. And, and so a bone under stress increases. And so it also produces more, um, also by uh, uh, resistance training by weights, um, and it could be body weights, but you, that it builds muscle that adds to your ability to have more balance, mm-hmm. which is real critical. Cause you hear of people, um, 
basically, you know, falling and breaking their hip. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember the exact statistic, but I was astounded when I heard it. But you're, you're, uh, if you are, let's say, over sixty-five, and if you fall and break your hip, um, you are probably going to die within a very short time. Isn't that I was, stu- I was stunned when I heard that. I can't remember, and I, I don't want to give out false numbers, uh, but I can't remember what it was. But it was, it was just like I, I heard that, and I'm going, what? Well, I never thought of it that way, but that makes a lot of sense. But they said that you, you because it adds to um, when you break your hip, you lose your mobility, you're in pain, all sorts of stress, all sorts of stuff is going on with your body uh, as a result. And so if you can do resistance training and, inc- you know, increase your ability to be agile and stable to right. be able to walk and not have to shuffle places, right. uh, uh that's just real important to, to do that on a regular basis. Right. Well, and that's a great tip because I don't know off the top of my head either what the numbers are, but you're basically from 40 on up, we're losing muscle mass and bone density in rapid, in, you know, the older sure. we get, the more rapidly it's decreasing um, in our bodies. So there's certainly things that we want to be able to do to uh, decline that. And there's, you know, weight training, resistance training, uh, and, and, you know, balancing the hormones, you know, are all part of that process. Right. Uh, I, I love that you brought that up. Um, but I don't go ahead. I just, just say one other thing is that, um, again, this is just another thing about the optimization. Uh, there are many things going on in our environment that is really, uh, uh, affecting, uh, men's endogenous internal natural production of, of uh, testosterone. And I ran across a, 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 some information uh, actually just a couple of days ago, which really surprised me. Uh, it doesn't surprise me, but it was the first time I ever saw it quantified. And they, they, this article said that a 65-year-old man today has a little bit less than 20%. He has a, a, a drop in their testosterone level, just a little bit under 20% from a man in the mid 80s, a 65 year old man in the mid 80s, which is huge. Wow. It's a, yeah, it's a, it's a huge number. I was, I, I read that and I'm going, whoa, that's a, that's a, that's an interesting fact. That's a startling fact, but there's, there's so many things uh, going on. I know you, you uh, uh, with uh, endocrine disrupting compounds that are really affecting uh, not just us, but are affecting uh our kids in very significant ways that have, that will have repercussions that will show up and that, that actually are having repercussions that are showing up in their lives now. Right. And, and that are showing that will show up in the repercussions of their kids lives right. uh, in, in a very significant way. Uh, and, and so a lot of this epidemiological, everybody not, now, now everybody knows what epidemiological means, right. uh, but a lot of this epidemiological data uh, is very disconcerting. Did you know that many of us have symptoms of toxin overload in our bodies, but we don't even know it? Signs of a toxic overload could be headaches, fatigue, insomnia, skin issues like acne and psoriasis, and hormonal imbalances, and the list just keeps on going. But the problem I had, and I'm sure many of you have had, is how can you know how well you're managing your toxic risk? That's why I've put together a free toxic risk assessment that will help you discover what products might be contributing to your toxic symptoms and what small changes you can make to detox and cleanse your health. After you take the assessment, you're going to get my free toxic free home shopping guide. This is the easy button for finding the right products to shop for. These are the products I've been using in my home and the products I give my stamp of approval on. Take your free assessment now at amycarlson.com to get on the path of detoxing and cleansing your health. Right. So what would you, you know, you've done your research specifically in this topic. So what types of things are in environment, home environment, more specifically, that would be affecting your testosterone um, yeah. for men? Levels. 
Sure. Uh, well, yeah, you, you see all sorts of endocrine uh, disrupting compounds uh, from uh, the, the GMOs, uh, pesticides, plastics that you that, that we see in, in our environment some uh, medications uh, I think some of the uh, the emissions uh, the EMF emissions right. uh, that, that are occurring all those things are, are, are affecting us and uh, and continue to to, to affect us uh, the um, there is a uh, uh, there is a uh, thing called the male normative aging study, which is a fairly large study that was done in the Northeast United States that talks about uh, the generational decline of testosterone in men. Right. And, it, it, and they, they attributed a lot to the uh, what's termed the, 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 the catch-all phrase, the, uh, it's called endocrine disrupting compounds right. uh, that, are, that, are, that are affecting men. And they're also with these things is that uh, younger men uh, in some situations are developing less quickly as men really yeah yeah and uh there's there's a it's it's you see this uh anecdotally and um uh a couple of things that that i'm hearing from some of my urologist friends and, and from other doctors uh is that they are seeing younger and younger men coming into their clinics with erectile dysfunction that's crazy. Uh, yeah, yeah, and, that, and so that does, they, not, does not surprise yeah. me. Yeah, no. yeah, and and so so the ages of their patients uh, in this particular field, in this particular area of their of their of their practice, is really declining. Now you add to that. Uh, be yeah, just like a, we're, we're like on the gloom and doom side here now uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll cheer it up later i promise <laughs> okay we'll have to work out we're gonna, we're gonna uh, okay uh so the the other thing is that um over the last 30 years uh there's a study out of hebrew university and uh, they looked at a uh, they looked at a whole bunch. And I want to say almost a thousand studies on just on, on sperm levels in men. Okay. And what they have found is that sperm levels uh, from I think 1973 to 2005 or somewhere in that range okay. uh, have dropped by 50 percent in men in the civilized world in the industrialized world. I, I'm I'm not surprised. Yeah, and the, the 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 trend that trend line is continuing, and it's continuing at the same slope. It's not it's not abating, and their prediction that their their extrapolation uh, is that by 2050, most males in the industrialized world will be infertile. By 2050. By 2050. That's not that far away. And what are they attributing to that? I mean, I, I've heard so many different things on that realm, but what are you hearing? Well, what, I, what, they, what they were really uh, talking about was, again, going back to these endocrine disruptors. Endocrine compounds. disruptors, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. there's all sorts of other things that are going on, uh, you know, that are affecting. And the the antidotal evidence that you kind of see in the popular press, well, well actually, I'm going to go back to one thing. Because uh, I spoke with, I had, I had an interview with a, uh, a gynecologist uh, uh, several months ago, and we were talking about this. And she said that her, her the fertility side of her practice mm-hmm has changed to where now it used to be almost always the, the woman that was having the fertility issues. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now they're looking at the man in the relationship. Uh, and not infrequently, it's actually now, now the, 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 the situation is that that proportion of the man being infertile or having, uh, or having poor sperm, low quality sperm, mm-hmm. uh, not particularly good swimmers, not particularly, uh, is, is increasing. So, so, so we're, you're seeing that, uh, in a lot of area, in, in a lot of areas. So, yeah. so it, it's kind of interesting. There's actually, actually, believe it or not, uh, the smart people are already out there. Uh, there's already, there's already, already mm-hmm. private equity groups funding sperm banks. Yeah. Ah, that makes sense. You know, because yeah. people are going to need it because there's not going to be anything. Right. That, that's just, but I, I think, and I, I'm 55 years old, but I, as a child, and again, a child, we're probably not paying attention, but I just don't remember there being much talk about uh, people having trouble getting pregnant. 
I just don't remember those conversations taking place and happening um, where today that's a very normal conversation that's yeah. happening. Yeah, I, I think it's probably it's the incidence is a lot higher. That's for sure. And yeah. I think so. I think we're also maybe just a little bit more uh, open about our problems. I hope so. I, I think uh, or our challenges. Uh, but I, but I think you know at that time it was kind of like you know uh, all your kids were wonderful. You never none of them had any problems. Well, they're all yeah they're all perfect and and uh, they're doing what now? <laughs> yeah, what's that? Are they are, are, you, are are your kids with you in your house now or? Oh, no. My kids are grown and and out of the house. We've got, you know, 12 grandkids and... and Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I have have college age kids. So uh, during this... during this time, they're they're back here within the house, and and uh, <laughs> and then I'm gonna no. give another shameless plug, uh, and uh, I'm gonna say that if you, if you go to oldguytalkstome.com, I've got 12 things to do with the kids who have come back home from college, uh, and uh, if you start on that program, I guarantee you you will be very popular with. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's a great thing. I, I love that. No, I yeah, love it's, it's, it's useless information. It's useless information. <laughs> hey, but sometimes we need to have that, right? So, exactly. Okay. So now we've talked about, um, you know, you've really found your purpose in getting into this anti-aging and spreading the message and talking to our men about, you know, the decline in the testosterone and being able to help yourselves. But you've not really talked about what that product is. Do you use a specific product? Do you promote a specific product? Or are you just telling them, get to your integrative uh, get to your integrative stuff because okay. of the the uh, the, the there's a lot of research about a lot of the older over the counter stuff and things like that, and when they say it raises your testosterone level, yes, it does. <clears throat> the question right. is, does it raise it enough to do anything? The right. most the answer is really no. Right. And so you, you, it's really these 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 things are all one you want to get them legally. Uh, you want to go to a, a reputable uh, functional medicine, a reputable anti-aging doctor, and uh, and and work out the uh, you know figure out what is the best thing for you. And for men, it's most of the time men are really easy to dial in. Yeah. Uh, it's not it's not you know what with women it takes you know it takes a little while to figure out what the right balances are it's the guys are you know women are a lot, a lot more complex guys are like uh give my testosterone you know yep. give me my food and oh, <laughs> I'm good. good 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 no. <laughs> good, good, good. Yeah. <laughs> i love it i love it yeah. so um well yeah and, and and we we talked a little bit about the romance department we've talked about a, a reptile dysfunction and as far as the doctors are seeing that happening earlier and earlier. So, you know, when we get those panels checked and we, we increase that testosterone, I'm assuming that also is helping in that department to, um, you know, get things working uh, the way that we once thought that they should be. <laughs> it, it will to a certain extent. And I, I mean, it will to a certain extent, but um, erectile dysfunction is, uh, for the vast majority part, is, is a, it's a blood flow issue. Oh. Okay. So, so basically, uh, if you have erectile dysfunction, um, you know, and there's a lot of men that have erectile dysfunction. They're they're pretty healthy, and actually, their testosterone is is, is pretty good. Uh, but their the blood flow to to the genital areas is not is not what it used to be, and it decreases. Now, the the statistic is forty percent of men in their 40s, 50% of men in their 50s, and 60% of men in their 60s, and, and so on, have some form of erectile dysfunction, or there's another term that's called is erectile dissatisfaction. Uh, and so, it's, it's, it's a, again, it's, it's, a, it's a, you know, it's, it's like, you know, well, I used to be able to do that. Uh, but now, now you can't. <laughs> now you can't. Uh, and so, 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 uh, so, so again, it's uh, for most men uh, that have not had any sort of damage, and, there, and I'll, I'll get back to that. Uh, there are a number of different therapies, and, and uh, again, I'm, I'm going to say that I've uh, uh, what I what I've done here is uh, I've interviewed doctors on what I consider uh, five cutting edge medical therapies. Okay, and uh, everything I, I talk about requires a doctor. I'm, I'm not. 
telling you, uh, you know, go off label or anything like that or buy anything from uh, heaven forbid China at this point or at any point. Uh, <laughs> yeah, don't don't do anything like that. I, I, I post something in a group and they said, "Is this from China?" I go, "No, this is made in Texas." Uh, we're talking about another thing. Uh, so, uh, but. Uh, you know, I've gotten into, I've sat down with these doctors mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and not unlike this and sat down with them for about 45 minutes to an hour and discuss individual types of therapies that they perform in their office. And mm-hmm. that's, uh, and then that, that's the, <laughs> and when I, when I tell you my URL, you'll, you'll know that exactly what it is and uh, <laughs> there'll okay. be no junk, no, there'll be no doubt about what I'm talking about. Uh, my, the URL is my junk does not work.com <laughs> <laughs> I love it so I that's a digital it. that's a digital information product and uh, for just a few dollars uh, you can uh, get the benefit of those interviews I mean it would take uh, there, there's several interviews it probably if you were trying to do that on your own it, it probably would cost about twelve to fifteen hundred dollars to do it and this would kind of give you a, a quick overview and, okay. and, some, and there's also there's also a lot of other uh, uh, bonus material in there in terms of how uh, uh, ED can be assigned especially uh, I did an interview with a cardiologist in, in ED especially if it occurs in younger men uh-huh. uh, uh, can be a sign of a, of a, a heart disease coming on. A okay. stroke, a heart attack, or whatever, and and so uh, actually, I interviewed a cardiologist about that. Um, we talked at great length, and we actually in there. There's also a, a interview about uh, how uh, testosterone levels relate to ED uh, and 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 some other things. So we <laughs> there there's there's several therapies. There's actually also one at home therapy now that's available, um, and uh, that's the, a medical grade at home therapy. Uh, so, but the, you know, in in 2020, uh, there's no reason why uh, a couple should have to deal with the emotional trauma of erectile dysfunction. Right. Uh, and I'm talking about emotional trauma because uh, this can cause in the man uh, distancing. Right. You know. You know. Uh, both physical and emotional. They can say, oh, no, I don't have a problem. Everything's fine. Uh, it can cause fear in the, in the man because they're fearful of that they're not going to be able to perform sexually. So they, so they avoid it. Right. And they push away, they, they push away the significant other in their lives. And all of a sudden there's a, there's a tension in the, in the relationship. And there's, there's quite often a lack of discussion. Right. Uh, you, you see about 40, 40% of the people that post in ED groups uh, are women. Mm-hmm. And and there's a there's a there's a tension that's there, and then for the woman, uh, she starts to wonder, uh, you know, do they still love me? <clears throat> right. Do they still find me attractive? Right. Have, have they replaced me with porn? Right. Or are are they seeing someone on the side? Right. Right. You know, and and so all those things are, are are going through someone's someone's head, and you know, it's just a it's, it's a it's it's a very painful subject. It's not comfortable subject to talk about um, and the, the solutions are there I mean we're not it's not like it's 30 or 40 years ago and you know the meds that you get like the Cialis is the, the Levitras and thing you know they, they work for a while and then they start losing their efficacy uh, right. over time they, next thing you know you're doubling up on the doses right. uh, you know and then uh, you know you kind of get to a point where you know you can't take you know you don't want you're worried about how much you're gonna take and then uh, also they have a, a, a window of time Right. Yeah. To heaven forbid some, hey, I heaven forbid somebody should fall asleep. <laughs> that, yeah. That's never happened. <laughs> right. Well, and then, the, and then the disclaimer of all the side effects. I, yes, I can't exactly. remember which one I heard, but the, one of the side effects was anal leakage. What? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. no, yeah. I don't want to put the body through that. So there's 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 these therapies out there, and they're really even for the most uh, intractable uh, erectile dysfunction. And and by intractable, I mean usually uh, this will be where someone's gotten injured, right? Or or they have a uh, had a, a prostate issue, okay? Uh, that that really uh, it prevents because at that point it's not it, it's not a blood flow issue. Right. It's, right. it's a structural issue. Right. And, 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 and there's one of the therapies that I discussed with, with a, a urologist uh, uh, is, is actually the basic treatment for, for, for the most hard to treat erectile dysfunctions. I love and it. So yeah. give us the name of that website again, just so that our, our listeners can make sure that they get okay. tuned into that. 
my junk does not work.com. <laughs> I love it. So we're coming to the end of our time, Orist, and and wow, have you been a wealth of information. Um, this has been absolutely fantastic. I want just to ask your top three tips, just top three to leave us with of how you stay healthy. Okay. Um, first of all, uh, hormone optimization. Okay. And I think that that's really critical. Right. I think uh, because that affects not just physically, but just uh, mentally. Right. And that's probably that's probably the, the that that may be the one of the biggest things that affects you mentally, which makes you more inclined to go to the gym, makes you more inclined to go out, makes you more inclined to go on date night, all sorts of stuff. It, 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 you know, a man without his testosterone uh, really uses it loses his essence as a man. Yeah. Uh, he actually becomes more of a eunuch, right? And and uh, so I, th- I think that's probably that would be probably the number one thing. Okay. Um, the number two thing is, uh, I want to say that being physical, exercising, um. Uh, Holding hands, hugging, uh, connection, connection. Yeah, all all those things are are, are are real important, and I think that that's that that, that is probably uh, especially the hugging part. Um, I think you know, especially now now it's actually you know just people really. I mean, you're not going to go up to to a person in, in the safe way and Thank hug you. them today. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, that, okay. That, even, even before coronavirus, that would have been just plain weird. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But, but, but members of your family, uh, just take a moment and, and hug them and, and tell them that you love them. Uh, awesome. And especially when people are under stress, uh, which you know a lot of people are. A lot, most people are under right. huge stress. That just that there's something magical that happens when you when you when you have that physical contact and you and you say those words to someone that's really important to you. Uh, that's that's really really uh, key. And number three, number three. I hate to be so. Um, <laughs> I I hate to be so salesy, and I, I'm, I'm gonna admit to it because I'm I'm a I'm a capitalist, and and uh, uh, the flip side is is I only promote stuff that that I that I use. And um, my wife and I started taking this product, and we're, I'll put a, a send you the link. Uh, sure. Uh, to, uh, to link to, to it, uh, it's called a Vital C. Yeah. And uh, it's a very interesting product. It is a uh, antioxidant. <laughs> That is over 170 times more powerful than vitamin C. And it's made here in the United States. So actually, that was, that was a product I was talking about. Somebody asked me, was it made in China? Right. Um, and it's, it's, uh, it, is a, uh, it was discovered actually in a very interesting way. Uh, it was actually discovered as a, MAC, uh, f- as a toxicity. Okay. Uh, this toxicity study. And uh, so what happened was they gave these mice – uh, this uh, uh, carbon sixty, which is a, a particle that was discovered by Buckminster Fuller, mm-hmm. won a Nobel Peace Prize. There's a Nobel mm-hmm. Peace Prize associated with it, and all this stuff. And so the uh, uh, so what happened was the control mice died. And if you don't know, if you know anything, uh, most people don't know, but in uh, in in laboratory studies, uh, mice usually die of, of cancer. Uh, they get tumors and they die of cancer. Right. Well, what happened was that the 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 the, the, uh, the mice that were getting the so-called toxic chemicals were living, and they were living, and they were living, and they were living, and they were right. Living. And this was this was actually perplexing. Like, no, this is supposed to be a toxicity study. Well, over a period of time, uh, this has been developed. It was found that this actually be a very uh, potent antioxidant. Right. And uh, so uh, in these times uh, where you want to boost your immune system, this is a this is a, a, a valuable tool I mean, in your arsenal. The, the other thing that we notice is, as I mentioned, we, before all this craziness started, uh, we've been taking it for about six months. 
And my wife never believes in anything. I mean, I, 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 she doesn't believe in anything. She, she needs to be proven. And uh, we started taking this for uh, a couple of weeks. And both of us noticed that we, had, uh, we didn't have an energy drop in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, we both slept better. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know it doesn't look like it, but actually my hair started to grow more. I, I didn't didn't really fill in, but it's growing a lot faster. It's <laughs> just really nice. weird. Yeah, that's you know, awesome. And, and, yeah, and there and there's some there's some other things that 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 have happened uh, in relationship to it. So this is one of those things that we really uh, I, I think are real important. And I I think that there you know that's one of the things that you got to look at other things uh, sure. in terms of you might want to take. Uh, I'm a big believer in magnesium and zinc and some other things right. uh, to, right. uh, because they're, they're really important right. uh, in, in terms of a lot of, a lot of functions that are going on in your body. So I, I think, you know, some of the, to look at some of the, some of the things that are out there and be careful. Oh, be careful about where you buy this stuff. Um, the one that I particularly recommend in this vital C, uh, he actually manufactures and sells the raw product to a bunch of other repackagers. Okay. So he's 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 actually the source, and because of that, um, the nature of his business, uh, he has a something HPSC uh, a spectrometer, uh, and he his stuff he's highly regulated, highly regulated, awesome. and so his his product is very pure because there's actually some people out there that that are actually uh, putting out a product that they they say it has it, but it doesn't. Right. Well. Yeah, and- and, uh, my listeners know very much to be m- very mindful of where we we source our our products because that's that's super super important. Um, so many of these industries are unregulated. So, Oris, where can people get a hold of you? Um, number one, if they just want to connect with you, and number two, if they want to get their hands on you know this vital C uh, that that that's an, of interest to them. Sure. Uh, you can go to my podcast at uh, oldguytalkstome.com mm-hmm. uh, and uh, you can listen to my and connect with me. And I uh, usually get one episode, sometimes two a week in there. And okay. uh, there's lots of them are uh, very. <laughs> the one that I just posted is, uh, well, rather unique. It's with a. Uh, a, a hot sex therapist. <laughs> nice. Who's the therapist? Uh, her name is Susan Bratton. I, uh, I interviewed her. She, she's a great guest. So she is. She's a wonderful guest. Yeah. She's, so she's fantastic. Yeah. She's fantastic. People, yeah. yeah. And and uh, and then uh, I forgot we we got sidetracked. Oh yeah. Where, where can you get hold of me? Uh, yeah. You go to my. To, to my site, uh, uh, my blog is uh, Old Guy Talks. Make it all really easy. It's all a variation of oldguytalks.com, and you can uh, get a hold of me through through, through that. Uh, and then, as you know, we talked. I'll send you the links so you can put them in the program notes Perfect. so people can just click through to, to get to them. Uh, the other thing is that you know, this kind of I don't understand this sometimes in people, and I just okay. kind of maybe I don't understand this in people. Uh, because I've done this and I, it frustrates me. It frustrates me to no end <clears throat> that I give people the information and they agree and then they don't do anything with it. Mm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, consuming this information mm-hmm. without taking action is actually pointless. It really is. It's actually pointless. I mean, yeah, I'm not saying do everything we're talking about or whatever, but or in or even anything. But in generally, if you are, if you're going to take the time, if you're going to invest the time to consume information and uh, do it consciously, um, take action. Uh, it's it, it, you know I, I've talked to lots of men about testosterone and, and they're kind of like and. You know, a year later, I'm talking to them again, and they're still feeling miserable. Yeah. I'm like, what is holding you back? Why? Or maybe not as what is holding you back, because that's not a good question. Is is what does what will it need to be? What will it take to get you to take action? Right. Yeah. Right. So, so I'm again. I'm just going to encourage uh, the listeners here: take action. I love Don't that. Be a I love that because it's so so true. Um, 
you know, it's just like reading books. We can read and read and read, but if we don't put anything into action that, that we read, what good is that knowledge going to do for yeah. us? Um, thank yeah. you for bringing that to the forefront because I think if our world today doesn't show us anything, it shows us that, right? It shows, Absolutely. That, you know, that you have control over your health and your environment. What are you going to do with that? Yeah, absolutely. I love it. Oris, thank you for coming on. Thank you for sharing your insight, your humor. Um, I just, I love everything that we discussed today. Any final thoughts you want to leave uh, before we wrap up? I just think that I'm going to close with uh, uh, two things. One uh, I started off with is that uh, uh, just because you're getting older doesn't mean you have to be old. Yeah. Amen. And uh, and just that old guy talks to me.com is all about helping older guys create kick-ass lives for themselves and those that they love. I love it. Thank you so much. Thank you, Amy. That's all for this episode of the Toxin Terminator. And we hope we've helped you remove the hidden toxins in your life for renewed health. If you're looking to continue your journey towards full rejuvenation, reach out to Amy directly by visiting amycarlson.com for your own one-on-one chat session, as well as your free toxic risk assessment. That's A-I-M-E-E carlson.com. And remember, you are just one small change away from renewed health.